Hello everyone, my name is Josh and I welcome you to the Walk in the Light podcast and may God bless you all. Again, I don't have much in the way of updates for this week. My hope is that you guys uh, are liking this style of podcast and that you would let us know uh, with some comments and maybe we can do more of these in the future in addition to our regular podcast. So um, just let me know what you think, uh, but let's uh, get into some prayer using Paul's prayer in Ephesians. Uh, from chapter 3. God, we ask that Christ would grant us all, all of us, according to the riches of his glory, be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith, and that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ who surpasses knowledge that we may be filled up to the fullness of God, uh, to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. As a reminder that this series will be finished off with Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 30, which I will cover in part 5, but if you want to read it on your own time before uh, before then, it'd be encouraged. <clears throat> In each of these parts, I am going to highlight uh, from Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19, which says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. This week I'm going to have three episodes again, but I'm only fully breaking down the first two. Um, I will break down the third one, but uh, there wasn't a full study um, done on that section. Um, But I did want to add it in there because I think it's a good support to the um, main verse, or main passage, I should say. Um, There will also be some other support verses uh, later on in in this podcast as well. As with the other parts in the series, I'm going to read it all first, and then we will jump into breaking it down. So today we're going to be going over um, John chapter 8, verses 20 through 47. Um, Episode 1 will be um, John chapter 8, 20 through 30. Episode 2 will be John chapter 8, 31 through 38. And episode 3 will be John chapter 8, 39 through 47. Uh, But we're going to read through all of it now. So starting in 20, it says, These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. So he said to them, I am going away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sins. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, Will he kill himself since he says, Where I am going, you cannot come? He said to them, You are from below, and I am from above. You are of this world, and I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, Just as I have been telling you from the beginning, I have much to say about you and much to judge. But he who sent me is true, and I declare to the world what I have heard from him. They did not understand that he was speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, 
when you have lifted up the Son of Man, you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. And He who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to Him. As He was saying these things, many believed in Him. <clears throat> uh, and then continuing on in 31. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are the offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slaves the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are the offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. They said to him, we are not born of sexual immorality. We have, um, we have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you... Not understand what I say. It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Now I know these. Uh, this one's going to be pretty lengthy, but um, there was a lot in here I wanted to kind of get into. So let's uh, uh, get into breaking down the text here. So episode one will be uh, John chapter 8, verses 20 through 30. And so starting out, we have... Uh, these words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. The timing of Jesus' ministry, arrest, death, burial, and resurrection was all ordained by God and would not arrive a moment sooner or later than God um, who authorized it. This is the sovereignty of God that controls all things. So continuing in 21, so he said to them again, Again, I am going away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. I believe the certainty here speaks to the deity of, uh, deity of Jesus and his sovereign power, that he knew he would be rejected and spoke of their death in sin as a certainty. Of course, here I, I mean the Pharisees and the Jews, Jewish people that would come to reject Jesus. From 22 it says, So the Jews said, Will he kill himself? Since he says, Where I am going, you cannot come. He said to them, 
You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, and I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. The Jews had to ask this, these questions because they did not see and understand. Like in part one uh, of the blind in this series, these people could not see who Jesus was, um, that he was the Messiah, that he was fully God and fully man. Um, and due to their lack of understanding, they could not comprehend what he had been saying to them. Uh, continuing from verse 25, so they said to him, who are you? Jesus said to them, just what I've been telling you from the beginning. I have much to say about you and much to judge, but he who sent me is true, and I declare to the world what I have heard from him. They did not understand that he had been speaking to them about the Father. Again, Jesus was speaking about God the Father. It mentions they did not understand, again, pointing to those that cannot fully see and maybe even may not even be able to partially see who Jesus is, at least not yet, uh, and for some, maybe ever. Continuing in 28, so Jesus said to them, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I did do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me, and he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. As he was saying these things, many believed him, believed in him. <clears throat> this here is what I was referring to when I said, yet in the last section. When Jesus mentions having lifted up the Son of Man, he is referring to the impending crucifixion, where he will give his life nailed to the cross to save all that have believed in him and his deity and being Messiah. Jesus gave himself to the authority of God the Father, who sent him and gave us the example of how we should live. Jesus always did the things that were pleasing to the Father, and through faith we can also please the Father also. Jesus is also pointing to the future horrific and terrifying realization that many of them would feel at the reality that Jesus was actually the promised Messiah and that they had despised him and sent him to be crucified on the cross. After having said this, many believed. This is pointing to the early stage of faith. And uh, next we will go into how Jesus wanted them to move on in their faith and grow into maturity, which is a full commitment to Jesus Christ and the truth that leads to freedom, which is the main point we're getting into today. So let's move on to the main passage in episode two. We will start in uh, John Chapter 8, verses 31, and move through 38. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So again, Jesus wants them to move forward in their new faith into maturity. Those that truly become disciples of Jesus Christ will abide in his words and live in obedience. Those that have been led by the Holy Spirit in, in the word to knowledge and understanding of truth will be freed from the captivity of sin that leads to death. So in verses, verse 33, they, being the Jews, answered him, We are offsprings of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. 
How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. The Jews, looking with a worldly perspective, had never been slaves, at least in their mind, and could not understand how Jesus planned to free them from the captivity they were not in. But Jesus answers and uses his imperative, truly, truly, which I think is a signal to even greater importance to listen. And he makes it clear, anyone who practices sin is a slave to it. For this audience, they understood that slavery means you are not your own, but owned by sin and exchanged on the market of sin, going from sin from one sin to the next. The definition of practice is the application and use of an idea, belief, or a method. So in uh, light of that, this likely struck hard with the Jews who are challenging Jesus, and he lays down the reality of their slavery to sin. We must think back to episode one uh, here, where Jesus even mentions that unless they believe in him, they will die in their sin. They will die in the market of slavery. Moving on, uh, in 37, I know that you are the offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. We will talk more on the offspring of Abraham part of this, uh, of this in episode 3. But important to note here, these Jews came to challenge Jesus. It's likely that many of the people here before him had witnessed many miracles in person and may have even received healing themselves. Many had even started the process of believing in Jesus as fully God, fully in the flesh, and, the, and being the Messiah. Yet we see here that many still desired to have him killed because his words were not being received and understood. Now on to episode 3. In this section... I didn't do as much of a breakdown here because it wasn't exactly to uh, the main point of this part, but I believe it's a great and important support of the overall message. So I wanted to read it with some uh, commentary. So starting in John chapter 8, verses 39, and we will continue through verses 47. So they answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God? This is not what Abraham did. Here the Jews are pointed to Abraham as their father through his seed. But Jesus, knowing Abraham, wanted to make it very clear that Abraham was a man truly seeking God and had faith that led to righteousness. But the Jews here did not seek faith in Jesus Christ, but instead to kill him, which is not what Abraham would have done. Abraham would have followed Jesus no matter the outcome, in obedience to his God and Savior. So continuing in verses 40, verse 47, Jesus said to them, You are doing the works your father did. They said to him, We were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he, but he sent me. Later, Jesus will mention who he was referring to about the works your father did. 
their father here being the devil? The Jews' reply was likely at the controversy of Jesus' birth, as the Jews knew the story about Mary and her betrothal to, betrothal to Joseph, though Joseph wasn't the real father of Jesus. On a side note, from some po studies' point of view, many also found it hard to believe that the Messiah would come from Mary and Joseph instead of a more, I guess, noble and prosperous family. Either way, Jesus points again, just like with Abraham, that if they actually had God the Father, they would love and worship Jesus as he is also part of the Godhead. He had arrived, like promised, and that the Father had sent him. Continuing in 43, why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil. You will, your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Again, Jesus points to who their father is. Again, it is the devil, and that they are actually pursuing the devil's desires, especially in wanting Jesus killed. The following words about being a murderer from the beginning, not standing in the truth, and having a character of lies this is pointing not only to the devil's goals and character, but also to the fall when Satan tempted Adam and Eve and murdered their spiritual life and connection to God. Some also point to when Cain murdered Abel. Either way, Satan was the one who tempted man into these things and uh, led, it, led to the fall of mankind. All right, so the last section, continuing in verse 45. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me? Which one, of, which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Jesus here delivers the harsh reality that no one believes him, yet no one can convict him of sin either, which would be a clear characteristic of someone who had sin and was led by the devil. Their inability to hear... Uh, to believe and to understand the truth Jesus spoke again points to the fact that they are not of God. <clears throat> so let's summarize all this and try to break it down. One, Jesus spoke and wants us to understand the truth of who he is. He is the deity. He is fully God and fully man in the flesh, and he was the Messiah. Number two, Jesus wants us to not only to exercise the beginning of faith, but move on in that faith to maturity of fully committing our faith to the truth uh, that were expressed in uh, number one here. Number three, that only believing, that only by believing in Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit of God can we be set free from the slavery of sin. Number four, Jesus wants us to understand genuine salvation and true discipleship and fully trusting and committing to Jesus and who he is. So as Christians, we must spread the gospel and reveal the truth of Jesus, who Jesus Christ is. He came to us fully God and fully man to die on the cross, to be buried in a tomb and raised on the third day so that all who believe in him can have eternal life. And through faith in that and the power of the Holy Spirit, we can be set free in Christ from the slavery and bondage of sin. 
that those empowered by the Holy Spirit can win over the warring flesh and be freed from the practice of sin, as only by the will of God can this be done. We must pray and study in the Word, study the Word in the hope that God will lead us in genuine faith and set us free from bondage and slavery. We must know that when we place our trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, that we can mature in our freedom at the knowledge and understanding of the truth of who Jesus Christ is. I want to close out with some verses here in support of this overall message. The first one is Romans chapter 6, verses 16 through 14. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For the one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let no sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. And the last one I want to bring up is Romans chapter 8, verses 10 through 15, which say, But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption as the sons, by whom we can cry, Abba, Father. So thank you so much for listening today, and my prayer is that we have honored and glorified God with what was said here today, that we can all grow in maturity and faith, that these tools will strengthen these tools strengthened by the Holy Spirit will empower our walk in Christ, and may God bless you all. I'd ask that if you have any prayer requests or praises, that you would send them to walkinthelight at walkinthelightsp.com. Again, that's walkinthelight at walkinthelightsp.com. If you like what we're doing here and want more daily doses of hope in Scripture, follow us at our social media accounts. We have a Twitter, which is walkin underscore the light. Again, that's walk in underscore the light. We have a Facebook. It is walk in the light. We have an Instagram, which is walk in the light SP. Again, that is walk in the light SP. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, again, I hope to hear some comments from you on how you guys are liking this uh, format. And uh, have a very blessed week.